Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. We've got a lower trade in the grain markets on Monday morning. It is 6.07 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. May corn futures down 12 and three quarters at 7.49 and three quarters. December corn is down four and a quarter at 6.51. May soybeans down five and a half at 16.70 and a half. November beans are down 12 and a quarter, 14.80 last trade. May Chicago wheat down 36 and a quarter at 1070 and a quarter. May Kansas City wheat down 30 cents at 1059 and a quarter. May spring wheat is down 23 and a quarter at 1047. If you guys are listening on the podcast, as always, appreciate it. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, we had 4,300 subscribers last week. My goal is to get to 5,000. So if you like this content, guys, hit that subscribe button, like these videos, leave me a comment. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription, guys. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers every single day, morning email, text messages, subscriber-only videos, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations. I did a subscriber-only video on Friday regarding this kind of broken or severed relationship between the cash corn market, the cash wheat market, and what's going on on the board. This is kind of an update to a video I had done the prior week. Uh, We've still got a lot of issues here, and I kind of went through and did a discussion of that. So if you guys are interested in some more in-depth material for me, give that premium subscription a shot. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. Russia is gradually resuming wheat exports from Black Sea ports. Uh, Exports are ongoing from all five Black Sea grain export terminals. That's what ICAR said in a note. Sov Econ said that Russia loaded 400,000 metric tons of wheat last week and that vessels were moving in and out of ports. They said this, full navigation in the Azov Sea is still closed, but some vessels are starting to pass through the Kerch Strait to the Black Sea. So Russia uh, still may suspend grain exports to some ex-Soviet countries. That measure has not been approved. But you've got some increased export flow here. Uh, We knew that this disruption, of course, is one of the big reasons for the rally in the wheat market. Uh, Which way does this go moving forward? I'm not too sure. Uh, Ukraine is still pretty much uh, shut down completely. Argentina has halted export registrations for soybean meal and soybean oil. Now, at first glance, this sounds like an incredibly bullish headline, right? Argentina is the world's largest exporter of both of those products. The general thought here, however, is that Argentina is going to restrict exports kind of like until further notice so that they can raise their export tax. That's the general thought here. Uh, Argentina accounts for more than 40% of meal exports, 48% of bean oil exports, according to recent USDA projections. Uh, The May meal contract on the board did post a fresh contract high overnight, but it it had been very close. Uh, Bean oil futures were lower this morning. So the market's not reacting like this is a game-changing piece of information, and I don't think it is. I think this is uh, just a precursor to some sort of change in the export tax structure in Argentina. Agriculture in Ukraine remains a big unknown. We had a few headlines over the weekend. Ukraine is uh, banning fertilizer exports. Uh, The United Nations warning that the Ukraine war could trigger a 20% food price rise. Uh, Ukraine will start planting spring grains in the coming weeks. That's what the Ukraine ag minister said. Now, they have a lot of issues when it comes to inputs. Uh, Fuel is a concern. Fertilizer is a concern. All sorts of of different concerns as this invasion continues here. So they're, they're, I mean, it sounds like there's going to be spring activity, uh, but to what extent and, and what are they capable of? I'm really not too sure. 
Now, the conflict does continue this morning. There was a Russian airstrike that hit a Ukrainian military training center near the Polish border. So when you get this sort of stuff, uh, you know, Poland's a NATO country. So you get closer to NATO borders and and tensions tend to increase a little bit. Uh, It's estimated now that 2.6 million Ukrainians have fled the country. Russia reportedly asked China for military assistance, according to U.S. officials. I'm not sure that China is is planning on helping out there. Uh, Zelensky says that he is still involved with daily talks with Russia. He's waiting for a meeting with Putin, which hasn't happened yet. Uh, reports early this morning now suggested that both sides may be interested in some additional talks. So this situation with Russia, Ukraine remains very much fluid. We'll have a crush report from NOPA out this uh, tomorrow morning. Rather, Ahead of the report, traders estimate that NOPA members crushed 165 million bushels of beans in February. That would be the second best for any February on record. Uh, it's be, it would be down 9.5% from January, up about 6% from February of last year if confirmed. Seasonally, your crush backs off a little bit in February. Your best months of the year are typically like October through January following U.S. harvest. So if realized, that 165 would be a really good number. Crude oil prices have corrected lower. Your nearby April WTI contract peaked uh, above $130 per barrel last week. It's 103, 104 here this morning. The market is perhaps reacting to renewed hopes for talks between Russia and Ukraine. I really think this is just run-of-the-mill volatility in an incredible volatile market. Uh, Last week, however, Iran essentially suspended talks to restore a nuclear deal, which would have allowed for oil exports. So that's friendly, if anything. So there's just a lot of things going on here, a lot of volatility in these energy markets. National average gas price, 432 per gallon yesterday, which was unchanged from late, late last week, remains at record high levels. The Fed will likely make its first post-COVID interest rate hike this week. The Fed has clearly illustrated that uh, it is interested in hiking rates this month. Uh, General idea here is that they'll, they'll bump rates by a quarter point. The current Fed fund target rate is zero up to an eighth. The official announcement will be made Wednesday at 1 o'clock Central Time following the Fed's two-day meeting. Uh, Jerome Powell will speak shortly after that announcement. Traders interested in, in not only the rate hike, but uh, the Fed's general thoughts on inflation, Ukraine, the future of interest rates, uh, all of that stuff. USDA did report some flash sales of corn and soybeans on Friday. Unknown destinations bought 5 million bushels of corn. For old crop delivery, China bought 10 million bushels of new crop soybeans. Export activity has been really pretty good here as of late. Uh, you've got this Ukraine Black Sea situation paired with the light South American soybean crop. So a lot going on in terms of, of exports and the United States, and it's all supportive. Uh, today is last trading day for March grain futures. Make sure you take a look at any remaining open positions there. Uh, In the cattle market, we were marginally higher on the board in live cattle and in feeder cattle on Friday. Cash trade fairly light, 138 to 140. Feeder cattle index down to 153. Uh, The boxes were higher on Friday. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is marginally lower. The S&P is up 33. The Dow is up 325. Bonds off a full handle. Gold's down 20 bucks. Silver's down. Crude oil now down $6.55 in the April WTI at 102.87. Everybody have a great day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow.